Welcome to another episode of Vacation Rental Insiders Podcast. It's time to learn from Ryan and Lucas how to become a short-term rental property host and start a successful vacation rental business. Get ready to learn and be the best host you can be. And now your hosts, Ryan and Lucas. Hey, this is Ryan. And this is Lucas. Hey, back again with another episode of Vacation Rental Insiders. Before we get into it, don't forget, follow us on Instagram. We're over there on Vacation Rental Insiders on at, at the Instagram. And uh, good old Graham. Good old Graham on the gram. Um, hit us up there. That's where to that's where to talk to us. Right? Yeah, send you us mean? a message, send us a question. You got any questions? Uh, we want to hear from you guys. Shoot them over we to us. we've done a couple episodes now with uh, which were a direct result of feedback from listeners, and we loved it. It was great. Um, we love hearing uh, what you guys think. Uh, ratings are nice uh, as well, wherever you're listening to us, whether it's Spotify or iHeart or, or iTunes, whatever. Leave us a rating. Leave us a review. We like that, too. That's fun. Um, a lot of you wonderful people have done that already, and um, we, we see you. We notice you. We, we appreciate you. Yeah, thank appreciate you. you. Yeah, like and subscribe, all that good stuff. Okay. Um, so I want to just... Uh, we're going we're gonna to have an episode talking about curb appeal and landscaping and return on investment. Um, I just got a funny story to share. Lucas, you remember that episode we did uh, a while back? I don't don't remember which episode number it is, and I don't know when it got published, but we did an episode um, related to being a good guest. Um, So a lot of the folks listening to this are hosts, right? Or want to be hosts, and how to be a good guest. Well, here's my funny story. I, I have, on a regular basis, hosted people who tell me that they are also hosts. And that's funny, uh, because you... You immediately think, oh well, they're going to be the best guest ever, and they're not. Wrong. Wrong. <laughs> I, Funniest thing, um, I have a guest that stayed, and they they stayed multiple times, by the way. Uh, they stayed earlier in the year, and then they stayed again uh, this summer, and they stayed repeatedly at multiple houses of mine because they had a long stay, like three weeks. But none of my properties could host them for three weeks because they were booking so last minute. So they're jumping around all my different houses. They left me good review, good review, good review. Well, then on their final stay, they leave me this feedback telling me how the mirrors in one of the bedrooms are basically unusable. And they gave me all these other tips. And, hey, from one super host to another, here's what we would do. Well, that's the okay. worst Okay, anyway, um, they're, they're my houses. That. I've got them dialed in. I don't need your help, but thank you. Anyway, so they, they tell me, you know, these mirrors in the bedroom and the proximity to the desk and the bed, they're basically useless. We don't like the height of them. You know, you should really do something different. So I respond. Not to them, but I, I reacted by going and buying televisions <laughs> instead of mirrors. I took the mirrors down, put them in storage, and I put two brand new televisions, you know, one in each bedroom of that property. And now there's TVs instead of mirrors. Because the mirrors, quote unquote, were unusable. And I'm like, that's fine. But people like TVs anyway in bedrooms, right? Bonus. Now there's three televisions in that listing rather than just one in the living room. Cool, right? You would think that would be the end of it. Two weeks later, no lie. Superhost stays in there again. Different superhost. Private feedback on the review. Wonderful plays, da-da-da. But we're superhosts, so just a little advice. You know, <laughs> telling me a mirror would be nice in the bedrooms. <laughs> I'm not making this up. So you get one super host in there telling you that the mirrors are basically useless. Do something different. And the next one comes in there two weeks later. So the the, the funniest part about that is it does, you cannot you're not going to please everybody. Obviously, okay. So I thought I just had to share that story. Yeah, it's really funny that you said that because uh, here maybe yesterday, the day before on Facebook, I saw a lady. 
uh, on one of those Facebook groups, she said that she had a really good stay at somebody's place, but it wasn't kind of, you know, she's also a super host. And this wasn't equivalent to like how her cottage was at home. And But she had a really good stay. So she's like, what do I give for a review? And it's like, okay, this, this I hate this. It's, it's part of the reason why I try not to host hosts. And I literally just sent you a message. Ryan, would you host this guy? Because he was a super host. <laughs> My but immediate he, response was, I don't, I don't like the vibe here. But he'd, like, never, he'd never been a guest before. Over 300 reviews, he'd never been a guest before. And those people come and they look at my property and they go, I would do something different. <laughs> meanwhile, they're in like the mountains or, the, or they rent a home out in a suburb Minneapolis. Yeah. And I'm like, this is a vacation rental on the beach. They're two separate things. Like, yeah. like I had one guy that was a host. He's like, I would leave a bottle of wine and trees and crackers and juice <laughs> for all my guests. And I'm yeah, like, okay. what happens when you get a person who is sober and yeah. you now just insulted them by putting alcohol yeah, in don't, the Don't assume like, you can leave alcohol for people. That's yeah. the stupidest thing I've ever heard. It's kind of ridiculous. So, you know, I agree with that. And, and it's just to that yeah. point, it's hosting another host can be difficult. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, we'll do a whole episode on that at another time. But I just wanted to share that funny story. And Lucas and I both have actually more stories about hosting hosts. Yeah. So we'll get into that. Anyway, today's episode was about landscaping, curb appeal, and return on investment on those items. Um, this is my area of expertise because uh, Lucas doesn't have the opportunity to plant shrubs, trees, and pretty flowers in the front of his luxury condominiums because there's no friggin' yard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the association handles all the shrubbery Maintains out front, right? the bushes and the grass. It looks nice. The real grass and the fake grass yeah, around the pool. Yep. That's and, right. Uh, but I, I am hands-off in that department. That's right. Um, so it should go without saying. I mean, obviously, if you can keep the lawn trimmed, that's good. Uh, if you have a property that has a yard. It's good. Um, I actually, one of my properties is, um, is a unique setup. There is uh, multiple driveways. One's in the front of the house, one's in the back. Um, and so the folks that stay in the lower unit that is a walkout basement apartment, um, they, they get their own private parking and then they come into a yard. And, um, you know, COVID hit last year and a lot of the things we would normally spend our time on, like eating out and going to shows and things of that nature, they weren't, they weren't available to us. So my weekends were quite boring unless i was out of town because as you as you know lucas i love to go hiking yep. and road tripping ryan's I, a big traveler yeah i definitely got in some hiking last summer during covid because you know the national parks were technically closed uh, but the gates were open and <laughs> let me tell you it was great with less people there but anyway so when i was in town um i spent a lot of time in the yard at that particular property because um, it was nothing really special and the funniest thing happened to get the ball rolling on that one. Um, there was a fence, a section of fence up that needed to be uh, finished because one piece of it had been removed. A couple pieces of it actually had been removed for some, some major landscaping a few years earlier. So my whole plan for the summer was, well, I'm going to put those other two pieces of fence up, get it closed up, and I might try and, you know, do a little little gardening and a little, little lawn here and there. And... Um, had a guest who was staying with his girlfriend, and apparently uh, she had never driven before, and he decided that the uh, driveway area in the back of that property was a good spot to conduct some informal driver's ed. <laughs> and so I'm not making this up. Um, I have I actually have the camera footage of it. I've shared it on uh, the Facebook groups with other Airbnb hosts. It's been uh, quite comical to watch. She she literally drove into the fence, tore it down with the car, and drove over a tree. It was uh, it it's funny if it if it didn't happen to me, but it did. So the the fence was trashed. A um, bunch of the you know the lumber was all over the yard, and I happened to be cutting the grass at the time. 
And obviously there was no getting out of it. And, you know, this this was not a situation that turned into a huge claim. Him and I agreed on the dollar amount that it would take for me to replace that amount of fencing. And he, and he paid me. He didn't want an insurance claim. He didn't want anything like that. Turns out he's a commercial driver. Right? His license was commercial. So he, he probably drove like a dock truck or something of that nature. And he didn't have any interest in having a claim on his insurance for this. So we settled up. And then I proceeded to get, you know, down to business, tearing that old fence out and putting a new one up. And one thing led to another. And I started drafting up plans for a really cool garden in that small backyard area. And before you know it, there was a arbor yeah, trellis yeah. with vines and there was a sod path and so hedges. Ryan, and... Well, Ryan's telling me about this plan. And so I come, you know, up and, and we're doing the podcast stuff. And uh, I see this and he tells me he's going to do this. Then I come back the next time and there's nine million more things done. And I'm like, <laughs> and he just keeps expanding and growing and expanding and then growing this this vision for his, his backyard. And before you know it, it's this grand backyard that might be the nicest backyard in a 30 mile radius of where he lives and it's like oh my gosh yeah like over over the top (laughs) nice so um confession time um the the gentleman whose girlfriend drove over the fence uh his his funds did buy the new fence that is that is true (laughs) um (laughs) uh the spending kept going so i ended up somewhere in the neighborhood of and I, i brought in dirt i bought edging um multiple trips to the plant and tree store I mean, for crying out loud, there's a Japanese maple in the middle of it as a centerpiece that by itself was like 400 bucks. I think I spent like $2,500 building this garden. Yeah, well, I mean, um, how much do you think it cost you to kind of get that? If, if somebody had to, because as you guys know, Ryan's a general contractor, so he's able to do a lot of that work on his own where maybe the average person listening probably can't do that on their own. Yeah. Well, the, uh, the guy's if, money, if, the, if you're going to ask about the labor on the fence... Uh, it only covered the material. Yeah, yeah. So I'm saying, I put that up. Oh, I know. I'm saying if like if somebody wanted to like replicate or do some serious backyard work, what do you think it costs you to do what you have right here? Well, the going rate for fencing last I checked, and I'm I'm an interior remodeler, so I I, I could be wrong on this. So if you're if you build fences for a living and you're listening to this episode, please don't impale me. But I heard that the going rate for fencing for um, pressure treated material is right around hundred dollars a linear foot, including labor and material. Um, so if that's the case, this being the size of fence it was, it's it's about a $4,000 fence uh, right there alone. Um, plus, I built an arbor trellis with a little uh, little uh, paved area underneath it that has a cute little bench and everything. So, I mean, it's, it's yeah. Well, like some said, serious money and some serious thought went into it, but... Uh, Trust if us, you hired a landscaper, it's ten grand. Yeah, basically. trust us when I say that every single guest that comes into that unit appreciates yeah. the amount of detail that went into yeah. Ryan's work. Now, return on investment-wise, um, you know, here's here's where the rubber meets the road. Did my rates go up since the since the garden was finished? No, <laughs> they did not. Um, it did not affect my revenue down there. What it does do is it gives. Um, people in the rest of the property that can look down at that garden and the folks that are staying in that unit that can look out at it it gives them a um a, you know a peaceful zen garden to look at with with flowers and birds and this bird bath and all that good stuff so um it it, it it's better in terms of you're you're almost guaranteed to get a five-star review when something that um that over the top greets them when they walk in the yard and they get to see how wonderful it looks and everything else um, so, you know, that, that's the return on investment. Do not expect that if you do that, you can get a ton more money for your space. Um, if, if I had, you know, if I was to compare this to a, a house with a front yard that 
had nothing at all going on and maybe it was a dirt patch with no trees and no shrubbery and maybe there wasn't even a sidewalk there and you were asking people to walk up a, a, a path made of limestone gravel you poured out on the ground and they greeted your house well in that scenario maybe uh, you could increase your rates with some landscaping absolutely but, but guys there's absolutely nothing wrong with some nice curb appeal um, for your property so let's say you're an investment owner and you you own a rental property and it looks like a rental property I'm not trying to be offensive when I say that but if you have not spent any time at all maintaining the yard and the grounds of that property your neighborhood is going to know that you're just a rental owner and you don't care you also are going to build um, in some respects you're going to build a little bit of um, you know good faith with your neighbors yeah. that you well, care. think about the return on investment as this maybe you already have a good occupancy rate um, but if you don't, maybe this will help improve your occupancy rate by having nice curb appeal, but also consider it as this. Um, the higher quality of guests will see your property and they will immediately want to book your property because it looks nice. So make sure you have good photos if and you do repeats. it. And repeats. But you'll get a lot of repeat people. You'll get a lot of you know higher up quality guests and uh, you know they'll book it just because they look that way. Yeah, there's definitely a segment of people that would appreciate something that looks a little nicer in addition to, like I said, the neighbors appreciating it more as well. Um, but don't expect a complete, you know, 100% return on investment. It is, yeah, it is sure. strictly just to make a house look better than it was. Um, and you should be proud of your space, okay? Just as much as we've we've really hit on all the linens and the artwork and the things that go on the inside of a house, um, the outside matters uh, to some extent as well. So don't don't forget yeah. about that if you can. I agree. Yeah, I think that covers it. Uh, again, don't forget to follow us on Instagram at Vacation Rental Insiders. Like and subscribe. And uh, that helps everybody find us uh, like you did. And hopefully we can help more people with our tips. In the meantime, be the best host you can be. And get that money. Get that money. Thanks for listening to the Vacation Rental Insiders podcast. Please remember to rate us so other smart people just like you can find us. And hit that subscribe button so you never miss an episode. Until next time, be the best host you can be.